Hello everybody and welcome to Paranormal Stranger Things where we like to talk about all things supernatural and unexplainable. We are your hosts. I'm Charlie Kissinger. And I'm Temperance Dawn. And today I believe Temperance will be starting us off with her story. I'm excited to hear it. Yay! Okay, so I found this story. Um, I found it on Reddit. And I have to say, <laughs> I was freaked out when I when I read it. It doesn't seem, yeah, it doesn't seem too scary, like, just reading it's it. It's late. Should we be telling, we should start recording in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like morning for me. It's like 1.23 <laughs> in the morning. We live across the country from each other, you guys, yeah. so <laughs> we both have kids. <laughs> So, yeah, this is the the twilight the hours are our best time. hours for recording. Exactly. Um, but I chose this story because it reminded me so much of a story, or not a story. It, it's a it was a personal experience that I had, and it was very similar to this exact story. Um, so I can share it at the end if you want to hear it. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm not the only one in the on the planet who has experienced something like this. So I'm going to um I'm gonna share it. Go. Okay, so I got this off of the R Scary Story thread, and it is entitled My First Paranormal Encounter Happened Before I Was Born. So this Reddit user explains that while her mom was heavily, she explains heavily pregnant with her, she was lying in bed and her husband had just left her for work and she was still awake. So her mom's trying to go back to sleep and she hears the door creak open. Now, she didn't think anything of it because the windows were open and the doors were known to creak. But... After a few minutes, the air changed and she felt like she wasn't alone. Yeah. (laughs) So many of us have felt like that, right? I've definitely felt like that. For real. Yeah. Okay. Could you imagine being pregnant and feeling like that? (laughs) So vulnerable. Like that is, I don't know that people talk about that, but when you're like so pregnant, you can't walk right. Exactly. You're so vulnerable to everything. Yeah. So she said, um, she called out for her, her husband, so she said his name, and he didn't answer. And the next thing that happened was that the bed sagged and felt like someone got into bed with her, like behind her. The girl's mother explained to her that she felt a heaviness press down on her and rest a hand on her pregnant belly. Oh, no. Yeah. Her mom said that she was kicking wildly at this point. That baby's like, get the fuck off of me. Right? Oh my God. So, of course, mom's pregnant. She's going to protect herself and her child. So she gathers all of, I mean, and I can just imagine she's like just scared shitless and not able to move. I mean, that would be me, right? Yeah. She gathered all of her courage and she began to roll over to see who the hell was behind her. So as she's rolling, the heaviness lifts away from her and the hand that was on her stomach was gone and there was no one behind her. Ugh, ew. 
Oh my god. She also stated that her dad was the type of person to brush her mom off on a lot of things. But when she called him that morning, he came straight home. No, does he know something about the house? I don't know. She goes on to say that about a year later, so she's been born already. So about a year later, um, her mom took her to visit some family and her dad was home alone. And he got drunk and he decided to cook some food and he fell asleep. As you do. (laughs) Yeah. So the oven catches fire. Oh my God. That escalated. I'm sorry. Right. (laughs) I know, right? Okay. He's passed out drunk and the oven's on fire. Um, and he claimed that as drunk as he was, some kind of force, um, like rolled him off the couch and woke him up. Wow. And he was able to, at this point, the building, the apartment is engulfed in smoke and flames and he was able to escape. And so was everybody else in the building. So nobody was injured, but the building went up in flames. Wow. So it's interesting because when you first mentioned, and I think it's just because we've both been pregnant, like Mm -hmm. that first story felt so menacing (laughs) just from like the pregnant lady's point of view, but it didn't do anything bad. So it seems like it's not like a bad force. That was my thought exactly. And also I was thinking she did also mention, um, because I paraphrased, I paraphrased all of this. It was kind of a long story. So I just paraphrased it. But um, she did mention that her parents were not happily married and they were only married because her mom was pregnant. So I kind of have the feeling that this spirit and we, we, we say it's a man because it just feels like the right thing to do. But like, I just kind of have a feeling that maybe they just had an argument. Yeah. And he's like trying soothing. to comfort her. Say, hey, yeah. it's okay. Um, you know, and maybe he's he or she, we don't know what kind of spirit it is, but maybe, you know, cause I mean, if it was a terrible spirit, some someone who is just you know full of maliciousness and just doesn't care they're not gonna wake you up <laughs> you know like they're not like, gonna care enjoy joining me in the afterlife <laughs> right so maybe the spirit was just trying to help the family and keep them together and maybe even wake them up and show them a lesson now I don't know what happened afterwards I don't know if they're still together um yeah but that was that was my take from the story was the spirit was trying to comfort this family and probably help them because they knew that they needed some help. But I thought it was really, really cool. I mean, I was scared shitless in the beginning when I started reading it. <laughs> it really takes oh a my turn God, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. I did not expect the ending at That's all. That's so cool. So then yeah. what was your experience like that? Okay. So... I am a true believer that um, spirits are attracted to water and that where you have running running water, especially, you'll have more um, paranormal activity. You uh, have that in your second book, I believe, if we're going to plug it real quick. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so um, when I met my husband, we lived in a very small town. Uh, just uh, 
right outside of a very large city. It was a small, unincorporated town. And um, there was a creek, a very small creek, but it was a creek and it was right behind this apartment complex that we lived in. And um, at that point, he was traveling a ton. Um, you know, we, I think we were still engaged. I don't think we were quite married yet. Um, but he was traveling a lot and he had, um, just left on a pretty substantial trip. He was going to be gone for like a week. And, um, I woke up, it was quite early, you know, it was like maybe 5am. And I remember thinking, okay, you know, I can just kind of lay here. I don't have to get up for work yet. You know, I'll just kind of lay here and, and just snooze. So I'm laying there and my husband, fiance at the time, he would get up really early in the morning and he'd go and watch TV in the the living room. Now we lived in a very small apartment, so it was like three steps to the living room, you know, (laughs) like you could hear everything. So we had this sofa and it was a reclining sofa and it was one of those old fashioned ones that had the wooden handle. Mm -hmm. So yeah, right. (laughs) It made a very distinct noise when you put the footrest down. You know, that gigantic stunk. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, I heard that. Oh, no. Yeah, I heard that sound. Um, And I was, you know, I was snoozing. So I was kind of sleeping, but not, you know, I wasn't in, I, I remember I rolled over. So I wasn't, wasn't in a sleep paralysis state, you know, cause I was moving in bed, hmm. but my brain wasn't quite fully awake. So I remember thinking, oh, he's coming to bed now. That hmm. thought went through my head. Then I said to myself, he's not home. <laughs> <laughs> that, that second moment yeah. of realization oh my god and <laughs> no after, I'm alone in this house <laughs> after I um said that to myself I, I'm in bed I'm like under the covers and we were on the ground floor so there's no creaking but you know when you feel someone walk in a room that's what I felt I felt someone walk in the room and I felt a hand, I get goosebumps talking about it now, because I didn't, I mean, it was a crazy experience. I felt a hand on my shoulder and a hand on my hip, and I, I was pressed down into bed. And at that point was, that's when I was in a sleep paralysis type state. Mm-hmm. I was not in, like, mentally in sleep paralysis. Um, and, and I'm sure scientists would disagree with me. <laughs> well, part of it is like the terror too, you know, that yeah. the fight, what is it called? There's fight three or, now. Fight or fight. It's fight, it's fight, but it's also, there's a third one that, or freeze. It's fight, flight, or freeze. Because oh. sometimes you, you do, you just, you can't move. You can't move. Or like you get into a fight and you're like, I'm so mad. I can't function right now yeah. you know I bet a, a lot of it was probably that too I'm sure it was I mean because I had up until that point I had never had anything that extreme happen to me um so I'm being pressed I mean it, this was like pressure like I was sinking into the mattress Ooh. and I just remember because I, I was frozen so I couldn't really talk mm-hmm. and I just remember like trying as hard as I can, like mumbling, like, get off of me, just like, get away. Mm -hmm. And it finally did. And I just, I bolted up and, um, 
I got ready for work and I just, I got the hell out of the apartment for the day. <laughs> You're like, hey guys, I'm here in my PJs today because I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't sleep in the bedroom until he came home. I slept like out in the living room until oh, he came home. Yeah. I never, I never felt in danger. Um, and that was really like, I'll be honest, that apartment always felt weird to me. Yeah. That's the only experience I ever had in that apartment um, in terms of like a real paranormal experience. Okay. Um, but I never felt like, I never had the feeling like, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go well, home. Like, I, I never had that kind of feeling. So I can't say what it was, but no. I can say that it happened. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, you're braver than me because that feels... It's not you said that it didn't feel aggressive, but it's so I mean it was just gone experience. Ugh. It was just gone. So like like I said, you know, there was a creek running behind the building. So you know, and it was a very old town. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well maybe someone was just passing by and just fucking with me. <laughs> you know, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, because hey, you know, mischievous if you're mischievous in life, you're going to be mischievous in death. I mean, well, if just... you spy somebody that's alone, that's prime time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but that, <sighs> that was my experience. And that's why I chose this story was because wow. it was so similar. That's crazy. And it's mm-hmm. so cool that there is one that's just like what you experienced. Like that's so validating, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, my story is not personal. It's just from Reddit as well, because it's a, a great place to mine for stories. And a lot of Reddit. our stories are probably going to be from Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so mine was from a different thread. It was from r slash paranormal encounters. And it's called What Did My Dad See? Ooh. So this is told kind of third hand where it's the the person describing what their dad said. I'm just going to tell it from like the dad's point of view, just like cut that out. So this dad is at his sister's house helping to decorate for a birthday party. And the, the user was very specific to say that the aunt, not a good person. And the aunt's roommate, also not a good person. They're just terrible. They keep company with bad people. They're hideous. And the uh, roommate also has um, cancer. It, I'm going to say it wrong. Esophageal. Oh, gosh. So really bad. Um, so, yeah, bad circumstances, bad health, bad people. And so the this guy is helping decorate at his sister's house. And he's by himself everybody's in like a different room and he says that when he walked into the kitchen he was making himself a cup of coffee and while his back was turned um he said he smelt this overpowering bad stench um he said it smelled like death and that as soon as he smelled it like the hairs on the back of his neck stood up um and then so he turned to be like you know, you automatically turn when you said something different. And he said that there was a dog-like creature in the living room. What? Um, 
He said it started slowly stalking. Oh, from I'm under the kitchen table. <laughs> I know, I know. So slowly from under the kitchen table into the living room where he had been working previously. And he said the best way that he could describe it was like, if you turn a glass of water and you're trying to look at the room through the bottom of the glass where it's all thick. Uh-huh. It was kind of like that where you're not seeing um, it right. Distorted. Like yes. Wow. Um, so he said it was walking on all fours, but the knees were bent kind of, you know, dog's knees go like the other, the other way. Where's the cat? Dog's knees go <laughs> the other way, right? Because yeah. so, they say it was bent like a human and it had fur that was like patchy, but looked really coarse and dark. Um, and that the bits of fur and the paws were black. So and was it just him or was it the other people who saw this? It was just him. He was by himself in the okay. house. I think his sister was in her room and the roommate was, you know, who knows where, but he, he made it a point to say that he was by himself decorating. Oh, wow. And so he tried to follow it into the room, but as soon as he got into the same room, it was gone. Like, did he and see it disappear or he just couldn't find it? He didn't. He said it was gone. So I don't know if maybe like it was a turn a corner situation or mm-hmm. like it had walked to a different part of the room. And then when he got into there, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, he started searching the house, couldn't find anything. But he said that while he was searching, he felt angry and Ooh. like nauseous from the anger. Was the stench still there? Um, it doesn't specify. Okay. Uh, but... The next day, the roommate died. (gasps) That is crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm Because you don't usually hear of, you know, like the angel of death coming as in the form of a canine. I've never heard of that happening. I mean, maybe our viewers and listeners have, if you have, you know, send us an email, but I've never, (laughs) I've, I've never heard of now. Yeah. I've never heard of a canine creature coming like in the form of, so that's crazy. Maybe it's a coincidence too. Well, what I was thinking it is, is not an angel of death, but a grim. So, I don't know much about Grimm's. I have a little research. Okay. <laughs> so there's a lot of mythology and speculation about black dogs and death and their correlation. Like it happens a lot. But one of the more common ideas is a church Grimm uh, where these black spectral dogs protect the church and the spirits in the graveyard from the dead and the devil. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And it was said, like, when new churches are built, that the first creature buried in the cemetery would be a black dog so that he would protect all of the rest of the spirits to follow. Wow. So it's not quite the same. Like, they weren't at a church. But (laughs) there is a lot of that mythology of, like, if you see, like, it was even in Harry Potter. If you see the big black dog, death is coming for you. Right. Death is near. And so just putting those two together, I was like, because the Redditor ended it with the post with, what do you think it is? And I was like, it's a fucking grim. (laughs) Did you not read Harry Potter? Have you never read a book? Like, I just, like, it immediately clicked for me. Um, But it's so, this is why we are telling each other stories, because your first thought was an angel of death in the form Mm -hmm. of a dog-like creature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... 
Yeah. That's what I thought it was. That's cool. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know. I, I mean, I've heard of them, but I don't know. I've never dived into the the lore of of Grimm's. And that is, that's pretty interesting. Now, um, do they come from, um, does this story of them, the legend, uh, originate from like a certain region of the world? Because so I know like the Brothers Grimm, weren't they from Germany? I think they were German. Oh my God. Do you think that's related? I didn't even consider that. Um, they that they they just popped into my head when you said it. There are Grimm's <laughs> literally everywhere. Like if I could show you the Wikipedia page for Grimm's, like I was, I had to pick Church Grimm because that's one that I kind of recognize. And I was like, I don't have the time to talk about all of these things. Well, like no, there's so much. Yeah. My God. Um, let me see if I could. Like we're on our computers, so let me see if I can pull up Wikipedia real quick. But it would be interesting to know, like, if um, if the story, this particular story that you found, originated in the area. If it was English, that that's, comes the, from. that's mm-hmm. the hard part about it is that they don't really, it's supposed to be anonymous, right? So there's no, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's landmarkers yeah. or, like, it's probably just my American bias. And I'm like, yeah, these are Americans, <laughs> duh. But, you know... <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> I mean, they could be from any people. Get they, like I said, the Grimms themselves. I can't. I don't believe there was like a specifically American one. And American history is hard because our history is so short that like right. yeah. a lot of our mythology is kind of in its infancy. Right. But um, there was a lot. Like there was like a Scottish one and an Irish one and a French mm-hmm. one. Like there's the Church mm-hmm. Grim is kind of English vibes, and that's mostly just because. I see it's churches but it's interesting but, that like you like you said that's what you thought of immediately your head went grim and i'm like angel of death <laughs> <laughs> and you know technically they are the same thing it's that mm-hmm. sign of there's something here coming to take you away kind of like how hellhounds are kind of similar mm. and that's the thing is that there's so many nuances to the paranormal that you know everybody's trying to come up with their own answers and there's so much history and people's experiences that it's hard to not call things different names you know like you don't want to call them all angels of death you don't want to call them all hellhounds it's their specific things so yeah that was like it i just learned something new too so thank you that's exciting like i said i've heard of them like but i just I never dived into it. I just didn't know what they were. Yeah. And it's not, um, you know, there's so much paranormal that we don't touch on in our own personal research. So mm-hmm. this yeah. is very exciting. <laughs> very, very cool. And what's hilarious is, um, and you'll probably experience this as your baby gets older, but I know with my kids, my, my oldest, especially, um, Every time I learn, it's, I don't know, it's like she she's like a little mind reader. So every time I learn about something cool, she'll come, like, not long after, and she'll start asking me questions about it. Or she'll ask me a question, and it will relate to what I just learned. And she doesn't know any of it, you know, she's right. not involved with any of my, like, personal conversations. So it's just like, it's just like some kind of psychic connection transfer i don't know but it always happens so 
watch. I bet you that child's going to ask me about something to do with Grimm, so she's going to bring it up. Just because we're talking about it. Or, God forbid, the angel of death. Just watch her asking about that. <laughs> something hey, she would totally I've heard do. Sometimes when people die, there's an angel involved. Super. You know what? She would <laughs> say that. That's exactly how she would come to me and say it too. <laughs> so. Hey, about this thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So I heard or I read, and I'm not sure where, because she always, she always like slips that in there. I'm not sure where I heard it or read it. You know, just that walkie-talkie. But I, I know about it. You at night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Awesome. Well, I think that's pretty much the conclusion of our uh, inaugural. Yeah. Might not be right because we did our intro episode, but the first time we were telling each other these spooky yeah. stories, it was fun. Yes. Um, so we're planning on posting this on a Friday. So our mm -hmm. schedule should be Fridays from now on. So make mm -hmm. sure that you check back and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Paranormal Stranger Things podcast, a production by Temperance Dawn and Charlie Kissinger. If you have a paranormal encounter of your own that you'd like to share, you can email us at paranormalstrangerthings at gmail.com. All of our links and the email will be in our show notes. Stay spooky.